But with all the free agency stuff going on today, yeah. uh, Case and I were just sitting here talking and we're like, dude, we just got to jump into this and start because yeah. uh, this is crazy. So let's just start it all off with the end around and get into this free agency frenzy. You know, the funny thing is, is we're an AFC West themed podcast, but I have a feeling we're not going to be talking much about the AFC West today only because a whole lot of stuff didn't really happen with the AFC West. Yeah. I mean, there are things that happen, but not in free agency. I think there are storylines here and there that kind of uh, weave themselves in and out of the general free agency news. So we'll kind of get to them. But yeah, you're right. I mean, overall, the AFC West was pretty quiet today in free agency. I mean, other than you guys signed an uh, offensive lineman. Yeah. And then Leary. the Kansas City Chiefs made no moves, at least... I mean, quietly. I mean, if they're they're in the works of something, San Diego cut a bunch of guys leading up to free agency, which is cool because then you got you got uh you know, I suppose talented guys from San Diego that are out there now that you could probably get on the cheap because they were you know they they didn't even try to trade these guys right. And then um, the Raiders didn't do anything other than Alvin Smith shitting all over his career. Yeah. They need to, well, you know, the, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but well, the Raiders just need to cut him. Just cut him. Like, he's he's damaged goods. I mean, the guy just got reinstated, and now, essentially, he knew he was going to get reinstated this month in March. I, I think the 16th is when they're having the meetings. And then yeah. he goes and has a domestic thing at 3 o'clock in the morning, um, which no one really knows what happened there yet. And then last right. night, I think it was last night, him and some friends in a car crashed into an undercover cop car, and he was arrested for public intoxication which to me is kind of weird because if he's if he if he was intoxicated but in a vehicle like driving home like if you're intoxicated and you're not driving like let's say you take an uber and that uber gets in a car accident can the cops arrest you for public intoxication because you're trying to get home like i think that i think it might turn out that he didn't really do anything wrong but the fact that this guy is going to get reinstated and he's out drinking and at eight o'clock in the morning he's drunk i mean it's like it, there's something to be said about that, man. Yeah, I mean, I was just going to say two things really quick, and I pretty much agree with you. Um, one, it sounds like it's a, it's kind of a minor deal. The cops are basically like, the dude's just in the drunk tank, and he's going to get off probably, you know? It was one of those things. His friend was the one that's going to get in trouble because he was well, in a cop the, car while drunk. The woman that was driving, yeah, she was evaluated at the scene and 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 released. So the woman that was driving must not have been intoxicated. They let her go, and they didn't say how bad the accident was. If they creamed the car, she could have clipped it making a right hand turn. Who knows? They right. haven't really released much details. But here's the thing: is I don't know, and being that I'm a Raiders fan, and this is an AFC West podcast. I should know this, but I don't know the the deals within his substance abuse uh, penalty that he's kind of under, like what he has to abide to the league. So I don't like, for instance, that one wide receiver from the Browns, he couldn't even have an alcohol beverage at all. Yeah, Von Miller on the Broncos was like that for a moment where like, They're if like you he can't had even one drink. more thing, you're done. Yeah, so I don't know if Alden Smith, since he is on the substance abuse uh, list, so to speak. I don't know if he's forbidden from being from drinking yeah. at all. Yeah, I think it's something that will have to work itself out. But I agree with you. I mean, the second thing I was going to say is just like, yeah, it's time to be done. Again, we talked about this before. You're making millions of dollars. You could be a starter in the league. There's so many people behind you waiting for that opportunity. 
and then you just go and mess it up. So I mean, Alden Smith. I mean, the guy is a freak. I th- I really believe he could come back and in the next two years for the Raiders have fifteen to twenty sacks. I really do believe that. But I think at this point, if we can save cap space. We just need to say goodbye to that guy. Just yeah. like a, let him go, let him go. Yeah, it's time. Time to move on. Well, a lot of people are moving on, especially yeah. the Texans. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Dude, what a weird deal that happened today. They kind of they leased him for one year. Yeah. And they I think they're out from underneath that crazy stupid contract they gave him. They definitely are. And um, uh I mean got... I guess they gained some who cares pick, but I, I think I don't the think Browns they... Well, go the ahead. Browns, I don't think the Browns even gave them anything. I think no, they did. The Browns gave them. Um, oh, they shoot. swapped. I'd have to look it no, up. No, yeah. I heard that they swapped their fourth and sixth that's round it. picks this year. Yeah, that's it. So they swapped their picks, but essentially the Browns just the Texans went to the Browns and said, "Please, just, just, just take them. Just yeah, take them. Please, God, please, God, help us. Take the money." And we'll yeah. give you our, our second round pick in 2018. And I think what's And now happen. they're stacked with unbelievable amounts of draft picks. And I'm sure that there's a lot of, you know, um, columns out there talking about what the Browns should do and what they will do. And, you know, I've heard rumors that they're going to probably cut him and not keep him because his contract. You know what I think the Browns should do is I, I okay, it's obvious that they're stockpiling picks so they can give it to New England so then they can get Jimmy G which I'm still kind of not 100% sold on him. Like, if the Raiders needed a quarterback and the Raiders were going after Jimmy G this hard, I'd be like, yo, you're freaking me out because I don't think that guy's really proven himself. Well, it's the same thing with the Texans last year when they went after Osweiler. Osweiler hadn't proven himself. Like, you've been barely a starter in the league, and then all of a sudden you're getting this enormous contract. So, yeah, it's kind of a similar situation. So I'm wondering if the Browns try to restructure his contract and then – well, the Browns are kind of in like a win-win here. So think about this. Yeah. So they stockpile the picks. They've got uh, Osweiler. They try and trade the picks and maybe even Osweiler to the Patriots. But the Patriots, they, if they did that, they would have to take on his contract. So let's say they try to trade the picks and get Jimmy G. Then they try and trade Osweiler. But who's going to want to pick up that guy's contract? Right. Nobody. It's, yeah. So... Let's say the New England, because the New England Patriots are kind of a weird team in the sense to where um, they're they're like, we're trading them, we're not trading them. No, your picks aren't good enough. We want two first-round picks for him. I think the Patriots actually want like two first rounds for him. They want one this year and one next year for Jimmy G. They're really kind of playing like, you know, I'm not going to show you underneath the hood of the car, but the car is beautiful. Uh, yeah. Well, let me see the engine. It's a V8, right? No, yeah, it's a V8, but I'm not going to show you the engine. So, and then let's say that for whatever reason, the Patriots don't end up trading Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Then the Browns have a quarterback. They can, they have Osweiler. I mean, even though Osweiler is hot garbage, at least he's proven to be hot garbage. Yeah. They have a quarterback. They have they yeah, have someone no, that, true. and he's got a, a decent arm. So and they've still got RG three sitting back no, there. No, they're in the gonna wing let him somewhere. go. From what I understand. Oh, really? They're done with him. I would imagine. I guess. Uh, poor RG three. Well, dude. you know, it's, it's Subway wow. sandwiches, dude. He ate fresh too much, dude. He went too fresh too soon, man. I, Jared I, got to him. I just, I'm telling you, I, and <laughs> I'm gonna put this out there. I know people might disagree with me, but I think most people would agree with me. Mobile quarterbacks coming out of college never make it in the NFL. And there are a few that have made it. I've had people say, well, what about Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson is only a mobile quarterback because he's small. 
You know what I mean? That's it. Yeah. If he was six foot three, he wouldn't. He'd be sitting in the pocket because he's he's a good quarterback. He's smart. Yeah. Um. You know, Randall Cunningham was a mobile quarterback. He was fairly successful. Uh, Donovan McNabb was mobile. He was fairly su- successful. But the problem is, is when you have a mobile quarterback, who their first instinct is to run Kaepernick, uh, RG three, uh, and I'll even say Tyrod Taylor. I mean. The Bills are keeping him, and they're like, oh, well, we always loved him. We always wanted to keep him. I don't think they always loved him, and they always wanted to keep him. I just don't think they can trade him, and they're not going to cut him because yeah. he's their best quarterback. I, I think mean. the the major thing to me, especially with running quarterbacks, is they just want to make a play. They're always trying to be the guy that makes the play, and yeah. you don't have to do that in the NFL. In fact, that's not your job as a quarterback. Your job is to, is make- to sit back and read the defense and figure out who's going to be open to make the play. Yeah. Like, that's your job. You, you, your job is not to run around like a chicken with your head cut off and make a play. Yeah. It's not your job. Well, their, their job is to make everyone else look good and in turn right. make themselves look good. Yeah, and it, and it, in turn it just helps the whole <clears throat> team out. I mean, you have a good passing game, you got a good running game, your offensive line is good. You know, it just goes down the line, but... you. Yeah. I don't know. It's something to be said. I mean, I think the same thing is going to start to happen in Carolina with Cam Newton, to be honest. I mean, that you know, guy's going to be so fragile soon. I think the thing is with Cam Newton. Play too risky. Yeah, well, and the guy, but the guy is, I mean, he's, he's, he's like the specimen. I mean, the dude's six foot four. He's built like a brick house. He can move. He's got a good yeah, arm. True. He he's pretty smart. I mean, I mean, from what you can, I mean, I other than in press conferences, he's pretty smart. <laughs> um. I don't know. I, I agree with you on that. I think if anything, his body will give up before, before anything. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's strange. It just sucks to see RG three go from like crazy, like one well, of the best seasons of all time for a young quarterback, and then all of a sudden he's like nothing. Oh well, you know later. what though? It's but weird. here's the thing about that best season of all time. They essentially did what the Dallas Cowboys did for Dak Prescott. They gave him a playbook with like forty plays in it. Yeah. Said just memorize these well, plays and, right. and improvise the rest. Yeah. And yeah, he was. He, I mean, RG three is a talented athlete. I mean, he's a good athlete. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, the Washington Redskins to me, that whole team, like, I, I don't get the Washington. They just fired the GM. Yeah, that's actually that was on. Uh... One of the things I wanted to discuss tonight is uh, what is going on with the Redskins, dude. So that guy has been non-existent, McLaughlin. I read that he's like an alcoholic, and they let him go because he's an alcoholic. And I guess during the season, he actually showed up in the locker room a few times drunk. He had like a relapse. He's He was like a recovering alcoholic. Uh, so, I mean, I guess you got a feel for the guy. Yeah. Um, I just think the Redskins, like, I mean, I understand why they fired him because – Think about this this way. Franchise tagged Kirk Cousins last year. They gave him $23 million. They franchise tagged him this year. He's going to sign it because he's a trooper. He's going to get almost $24 million. And if for some reason they cannot reach a contract with him and they franchise tag him next year, his pay goes from $24 million to $34 million. So in three years, the man stands to make almost $100 million for being a quarterback for three years. I would sign the franchise tag too. I mean, if you're a... I mean, at the end of the day, these guys are always talking about, oh, I want to have guaranteed money. I want to set myself up for life. Kirk Cousins is set for life now. I mean, he's almost made $50 million. Oh, he has probably made $50 million because he had his rookie contract. Right. Plus these other contracts. If the GM was smart, he would have been in the forest for the trees last year, went to him and said, we'll give you $90 million with $40 million guaranteed and the rest of its incentives 
and and Pro Bowl bonuses and all all that the way they they word it right. And then they would have had their quarterback, and then they could have traded him if they really wanted to. But I think at the end of the day, their GM got fired mainly because he just clearly didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, I, I think it, well, and he was non-existent there for a while. Also, in like the key time of the NFL, like this is when GMs should be there. Yeah, like at twenty four seven. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like this these guys are fielding calls at three a.m. They're earning their money teams. right now. Yeah, yeah, and they're not. He's you know non-existent. So, um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I but. just think you know what I think the Redskins should do is I think that they should because Kirk Cousins is now is way too expensive for them. He's proven himself. He's considered a top ten quarterback. He's 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 I think last year and the year before he threw for four thousand yards or something each year. They need to trade him, get another young quarterback. I know it sounds like they're going backwards if they do this, but I really believe they should go out, trade him to the Niners, get that number two pick, go out and get, you know, that that you know, one of those one of the many quarterbacks that are in the draft this year, and then rebuild your team. Yeah. I think I agree with you one hundred percent. Forty Niners, I think, will end up with Kirk Cousins. Probably so? sooner rather than later, um, but definitely in 2018. Well, they're not going like, to. I think Kirk yeah. Cousins will play another year on a franchise tag, and you're absolutely right. Like, the dude's made almost $50 million in two years because of that. So why not? That's great. Do another year on the franchise tag. Because they're not going to. Do gonna, your best not to get hurt. Um, they're and not going to franchise tag him next year because they'll have to give him $34 million. Yeah, there's no way. I'm sure his agents already told him, listen, uh, we're not signing with you guys next year, so even if you franchise tag us, uh, we're not signing with you. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's why I'm saying, like, next year, Kirk Cousins will be a 49er. Yeah. And because now, Kyle Shanahan will just, like... And now his stock's going to be even higher if if they do well, which they probably will because, you know, I have a feeling that Dak Prescott's going to fall off a little bit, and I think I think uh, the Eagles are... The Eagles have made some good moves, too. Alshon Jeffries, one year. So... Yeah. That's going to be a tough division. Let's talk about the rest of the free agency, that craziness that happened today. Jay Cutler got cut, finally. He, he they asked. finally moved on. I think I think what it was is they were still hoping on a, a, a prayer that they would be able to get some kind of something for him, like in the trade. And no one's going to trade for Jay Cutler. No. I, I would rather draft a quarterback in the third round and build my team around, you know, than get Jay Cutler. Because if you think about all the teams out there, Okay, other than the Jets, but the, why would the Jets trade anything for him when they know they can just sign him? But um, what team, re- what team out there really needs a qu- that needs a quarterback so bad that they would trade for Jay Cutler? No one. No one. Every team has a quarterback in place except for the Jets. Yeah, no. I mean, you, I can't. I, I can't think. Of, can you think of a team that, that no that's in no. need of a quarterback? I mean, and what is going on with Fitzpatrick <gasps> then on the Jets? Well, they cut him. He's gone. I think he's so. Signed- he's just. He's just out there, in, and I would... He's in limbo. I would be surprised. I mean, I can see him being signed somewhere as a backup, but someone's going to sign him as a backup. Yeah. He didn't do yeah. himself any favors last year when he held out, and he then he played like hot garbage. So what do you make of Mike Glennon's contract then in Chicago? I mean, some people are saying it's like a good move because you're not really married to the guy for too long, and it's kind of almost like one of those rentum contracts, I guess, the way it's built. Well, I mean, when you look at it, you know, fifteen million a year over three years. You're like, okay, forty five million dollars for three years for a guy who's not proven himself. Um, but it depends on how the contract's structured. Like, if they could, 
Like if they could cut him after the first year, if they right. want to, and it doesn't hit much cap or yeah, however, it seems to me like it was like a basically a two year deal where like two years of it are kind of guaranteed, but they can pick up an option for the third year. So yeah. I don't know, something like that. I mean, I don't think it's a bad move. I mean, I can see, and the Bears don't have to give up their their number three pick. Yeah, I think it's a solid move for now, like knowing that you need to do something else, but not sure where to go because the quarterback market is so weird right now. You know, yeah. it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, well, dude, we're not going to give the house to anybody because none of these names are good. The Texans did that for Osweiler and failed. Let's just sign this guy that might be okay and like well, I mean, we'll keep us afloat for now until something better comes along. But I mean, if you look at it like, okay, so if you got every team in the league that has the mindset of we have to win now. And you've got teams to do, for instance, like the Jacksonville Jaguars went out today and they bought a brand new car and four brand new wheels. And like they went out and spent money. They got that guy from Arizona. Dude, they pulled out all the stops today. Yeah, and they have a lot of money to spend. So they do. And good for them. But, but here's the crazy thing how are they going to pay all these guys in three years? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying is they're kind of doing what the Raiders used to do for a while. Remember when the Raiders were just garbage and they just kind of pulled in free agents from everywhere and overpaid yeah, and yeah. they, cause they had to, well, and I'm not saying that, no, not, not to be offensive. Like, no, I'm saying doesn't... that like, like, look, sometimes teams have to overpay to get players because no one wants to go to that team. Well, and I, like, I think the Jaguars were kind of, I think the Jaguars, <laughs> I think the Jaguars are stupid personally. I think they're going to lose the AFC South. To the Texans, whether Tony Romo stays healthy or not, um, and and here's my philosophy on it. Okay, if you're say, I don't know, let's use let, okay, let's say you're the Kansas City Chiefs, and you've got a defense in place, you've got all the pieces there, but you don't have a solid quarterback, or at least someone you think's a solid quarterback. You go and you get somebody to be, and if and if there was, and there's no real quarterbacks out there other than Tony Romo that could come in and potentially lead your team to a Super Bowl, right? But if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars, you're not a win now team. So what are you? You're a build team, and that's what the Bears are. The Bears are a team that goes, okay, we can go out and trade away picks and do all this shit and try to get Jimmy Garoppolo and sacrifice our future for this one guy. But even if they did that, they're not going to the Super Bowl this year. They lost their best wide receiver. They don't have a tight end. At least uh, uh, they have their tight end last year did all right because he was like the only one that was catching the ball. Um, they have a running back that they drafted last year that did great, but we got to see how he does. So they're not a win now team. So the best way to do it is build that team and see where they're at two years from now. Right. Well, they're not even doing that, though, because you're right. In two to three years, they're not going to be able to afford all of these guys because they picked up Malik Jackson last year from the Broncos to some crazy contract. And I think the he only, said there's no I, way. Bye. I think one of the but, only reasons why they Jacksonville's doing this because they know they're not going to have to pay Blake Bortles top quarterback well, money. Well, that's one thing, but I think the second thing is, is they're trying to take the blueprint of the Texans – um, because that's what's winning in this league these days are these big time defenses like the Broncos, Texans, um, you know, and to some extent, even the Patriots, um, yeah. with the team that they assembled. So, but the, uh, that's not how you do it though. Th that's no. like it, the difference between the Broncos and the Texans and the Patriots, all of those teams built those guys yeah. and drafted them. Yeah, I mean, look like, at the, Broncos developed Von Miller and half of their defense, like half of our linebackers I mean, look at, and cornerbacks, and the same thing with the Texans. Yeah. 
that's how you win not like go out and grab and spend all this money on all these free agents mm-hmm. and then three years from now like you said you're not a win now team and your window is like shut well look at like for instance Jadavion Clowney yeah they drafted him number one overall he wasn't very good his first year he was injured his second year and now we're in we're in his going into his fourth year and now he's starting to come along. Sometimes these players take a little while. And so when you look at the Jacksonville Jaguars, I mean, they've got a a, a, a once-in-a-lifetime cornerback that they drafted last year. They did pretty good. They've got um, all these defensive guys that in two or three years are going to want a lot of money. And let's just say they're decent in 2018, and then they win it all in 2019. But then in 2020, the team gets split up, because they just won a Super Bowl. Now those guys are commanding more money. And now you're back to being shit. And, and I think the Raiders, in a way, if you look at them, you can say, well, they might not like that because now they have to give up a lot of money to Derek Carr. And then, But next year, they don't have to give any money to, to Khalil Mack next year because they can pick up his fifth-year option. He's still going to be very rich. So right. then by his sixth year, he's going to be asking for a shit ton of money. But then by his sixth year, he's yeah. still going to be the same. It's just smart management, man. Yeah. It's like the Broncos. I mean, we went from having $11 million in dead money to like look at our situation now we have all this cap space still one of the best defenses and all of those guys on defense are locked up for years can you imagine so. john away right now he's probably sitting at home just laughing because he's like oh my god Dude, thank, thank, thank goodness brock didn't take the money we were well, and look him. look at all these guys and this is what i'll say i mean all, all we went after these guys we went after calais campbell we tried he was basically between the broncos and the jaguars i read um, but you know, he's going to go with the money and he should, and that's fine. But John Elway is so smart and patient and that's how he's done for years. And no, sometimes we're going to miss out on the big time free agent, but that's okay. Cause I think in the long run, we're going to be good. Um, anyways, so that, that kind of, um, covers the Jaguars, which I definitely want to talk about. They got Calais Campbell, AJ Bouye. How's, how do you say his name? Bouye? I think it's Bouye. Bouye. <laughs> and then of course, Malik Jackson last year. So they're trying to build a defense. We'll see how that goes. But uh, what do you think about the Alshon Jeffrey deal to the Eagles? One year for 14 million. That they was kind of like, they essentially franchise hacked the guy. Cause that's I guess, what I'm saying. It's so weird. The, like, cause, the, cause no one wants to like, look, let's be honest. Alshon Jeffrey is not a number one wide receiver. No, he's just he's big. He's like six foot something. He's, he's just a big physical dude, and he's. I just, think the reason why they gave him a one year contract is because no one else in the league right now. I don't know if last year I don't remember, and I don't. I I should know this, but I think he had to serve a four game suspension for some reason, mm. or he got in trouble, or he did. No, you're right. You're right. Yes, and so I think a I PED think the, violation. The, I think the Eagles are probably looking at it like you know let's. Let's do one year, see if he can stay out of trouble, um, and then after that, maybe give him more money. But I guarantee you, I fucking mark my words, next year he'll sign with another team. Some other big moves today, like uh, that I thought was interesting, Stefan Gilmore to the Patriots. Um, yeah. I think that means they're trying to trade Butler. Well, it sounds like they're trying to get Brandon Cooks. But see, that's another thing, too. I was about to mention that. Really? This Brandon Cooks, okay, he's a good wide receiver. Is he. Is he an, is he that good? Because the Saints and uh, the Saints are like asking for the fucking house for that guy. They want like they want like two first round picks or some crazy shit like that. Because I think tennis New England offered them their first round pick, which is thirty two, obviously. And the Saints said no, thank you, we don't want it. 
And then Tennessee offered their number one pick, which was like 19 or something. And they told them no. They're like, no, thank you. Keep your 19th pick. So what what do they want? Do they want like a top 10 pick for this guy? Like, is yeah. he that good? I mean, he 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 blazed the Raiders last year. He was all over fucking Sean Smith. Yeah. But, but I mean, is he that fucking good? I mean, is he... Well, I think Patriots are just looking for that guy. Because let's be honest. No, I mean, I mean he is good. Julian I'm, Edelman is good, and all of these guys are good. But I mean, Brandon Cook. Man, is, they're missing. Patriots have been missing that big time wide receiver listen, for a while. Brandon Cook is good, but he's not like he's you know, no Odell Randy Beckham Moss Jr. Or Jerry Rice. Or, like let's yeah. say Beckham Jr. Yeah. from the Giants. Let's say the Giants wanted to trade him. Yeah. And like the Patriots said, we'll give you thirty-two. I could see the Giants saying, no, we're not going to give you fucking Beckham Jr. for 32. We want a top 10 pick for this guy. Get that, because the guy is a top 10 talent. I don't know if Brandon, in my opinion, if Brandon Cooks is a top 10 talent. So what is it the Saints, I mean, like, do they want them to, like, give them a time machine so they can get Drew Brees from five years ago? Like, what do they want? <laughs> like, I think a 19th, the 19th pick overall is pretty good. For Did they even draft that guy in the first round? We gotta Google that, dude. I, yeah, I'm gonna have to take a look at that. We gotta Google that because I got I gotta know like where this guy was drafted. Yeah, let's take a look. I have to correct myself. So Brandon Cooks was drafted in the first round. Uh, our our producer, which is us, <laughs> researched it. And Brandon Cooks was after, actually drafted 20th overall. So if someone's offering you 19, you're still getting a little bit better than what you drafted the guy. I I I, I just want to put this out there. I'm not taking anything away from Brandon Cooks. I'm just saying like. I, I didn't even know who the fuck Brandon Cooks was until this year when he torched the Raiders. Yeah. So, and if you asked your average football fan, hey, do you know Brandon Cooks? They're going to be like, uh, no. <laughs> it's not like, it's the, I don't know. It's not like he's Terrell Owens or something, you know? Right. I mean, I yeah, it's it's kind of like an Elshon Jeffrey to me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like he's yeah. good. He's but good. He's not like... And here's the thing, and, and here's another thing when it comes to my opinion about that. If you draft this guy, and he's that good, okay, so he was drafted in 2014. He's got 215 receptions for 2,861 yards. With 20. Those are pretty good numbers over the course of, uh, I don't know, two and a half years, um, three years almost. Yeah, two seasons. I mean... Uh, those those are good numbers, I and mean, I can't take anything away from that. But if you draft a guy and you're already willing to trade him, like, is there character issues there? I mean, is he in, in the locker room trying to touch people's balls or something? Like, I don't know. I, or maybe they're just good, trying to save money. I don't know. But, but no, he I mean, would still be on his rookie contract he's on his right rookie now, contract. right? They could do fifth-year yeah. option the whole nine. So, like... Well, I think that's the deal. Instead of like letting his contract run out and just losing him for nothing, they're trying to get something for him now while his stock is good. You know, I get it. I get it. Keep him. I, I think you, if he's that good, you keep him around. Drew Brees needs guys like that. Yeah, Drew Brees is not a big quarterback, nor is he very mobile. Yeah, so. He's going to need those weapons. Like you know, he's entering Peyton Manning stage of his career now. Yeah. Um. So a couple other big moves. Djax went to the Bucks. I think that's actually a good move. Yeah, because the Bucks are probably did dude. He, they're like right on the cusp did, of like becoming he, relevant. In did this he league. did he sign with them? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, I knew that it was like oh, it was pretty it was much a, a done deal. Yeah, like, it, it was, was like a pretty big deal too. I think it was. Um, um, yeah, it was a three year, thirty three million dollar deal. Wow. Um, with twenty million guaranteed. I mean, that's pretty solid. Yeah. 
So good for him, and and that gives Jameis Winston another weapon. They're going to be dangerous this year. Yeah, I mean they've got um, who's their main guy, Mike something. Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Yeah, he's Mike Evans wide, is a beast. Of, I know he's out of Texas Tech. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a big wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, and and yeah, I mean if Jameis Winston can stop insulting girls. Stop! You know how he insulted the lady. Well, yeah, he kind of insulted them, like not realizing he insulted them. Yeah, he shouldn't be allowed to go to schools and talk to people. Just yeah, just keep your just, mouth shut and just, play football, dude. Just be a quarterback and yeah. like do food drives if you want to yeah. do like, you want to do like like. Uh, yeah, you got some like, nice weapons now. Just yeah. shh, quiet. Yeah. <laughs> um, Russell Okung went to the Chargers. It's yeah. like this whole representing himself thing is working out. They were like laughing at him last year, but now but it's it, like working. But but here's the thing: is what do you think the Chargers were like? Let's bamboozle this guy and give him a front loaded deal, and then well, they kind of did, but it's like it's like twenty something million guaranteed. So if you think oh. about, he made the eight million with incentives this year, and now he's got twenty million plus incentives coming the next two years. Dude, the guy did fine. Yeah. He did fine. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, he's not paying out an agent. Well, he's lucky. Exactly. That's yeah. that's one of the main things. But he's also lucky that the tackle market is just so dire right now. Because if this was a different market, you know, it would be a different story. But I think because everyone needs offensive linemen so bad. Yeah. You know, it's crazy, though. Like, obviously, you have the Oakland Raiders. And they might go to Vegas. And I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, why, you know, why, why is it? That Mark Davis wants to go to Vegas so bad. Like, you know, they're building him a, a $1.9 billion stadium. And the city of Oakland, with the Ronnie Lott group or whatever they're called, a fortune group or something, want to build like a $1.3 billion stadium. So you're about $600 million off. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. There's the taxes in Las Vegas are phenomenal. Like, you don't pay tax. That's why a lot of guys go to Miami. Like, you say every year, like, you see these great players. You're like, why in the fuck would they sign with the Dolphins? They suck, and they consistently suck. It's because the taxes in Florida are wonderful, just like in Texas and in Nevada. So I'm like, Mark Davis is brilliant in that regard because they're gonna they're gonna save on all these taxes. Um, so if you're representing yourself, like I don't know, San Diego, it's in California. You're still paying all this California tax. If I was representing myself and it was all about the money and I was gonna go to a team that clearly is not gonna win, which is Chargers. Actually, they're not San Diego no more. I I misspoke. They're not. Um, but yeah, they're cl- still you're gonna go taxes. to a team like like you're cl- clearly not gonna win. You're gonna negotiate yourself. Go negotiate and go play for the Dolphins or something. Yeah, uh, pay well, less taxes. Uh, yeah, I think he, I can't remember who else he was speaking to. He was speaking with one other team, but hey, whatever, man. Good, Good for, for him. him. Good for you, sir. Good Represent for him. yourself. There might have been some tampering though. Listen to this because this is a unique situation, right? Okay. So technically, teams cannot speak directly to the free agents that's illegal mm-hmm. like you can talk to their agent work out the deal before the ninth before the ninth okay so what teams were doing was they were talking to and specifically the chargers were talking to an advisor mm. of russell okung to kind of communicate the deal back and forth but that is technically <laughs> Uh, well, it's funny. That'd be funny if his weird advisor, waters, man. If he was his advisor, and he was like, had like two iPhones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he just changes his voice. Hello. Or if it's his, or if it was his wife. <laughs> yes, this is Henry. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or if it's his. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or if his wife was his advisor. I mean, let's be honest. 
all of us that are married, our wives or our, our it our said advisors. his name. I can't remember, but uh, at any rate, at any rate, I think it's kind of interesting. I mean, I, it's just because of a unique situation. Like no one's ever really yeah. represented themselves like that. And so, what do you do in that? So I'm sure there's going to be an investigation, but who cares? I mean, whatever. The guy got his contract. You know what I think they should, the NFL should do when they do their um, their meetings coming up. They should lump like there should be like the AFC, NFC, and then like the FAC or something, and then they take all the teams that stink and put them in that, and then <laughs> and then like let them like they're still part of the NFL, but they're like like take the Buffalo Bills. And like the um, the Bengals and the Browns, <laughs> and put them in their own division. Put them in their, their own division. <laughs> That'd be awesome. And they'd play for like Jacksonville. Yeah. Maybe Jacksonville would actually win a division if they did that. Yeah. No. Maybe. What actually? Maybe. I mean, you put them in there with the Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers might win. It'd be between Jacksonville and the Chargers, maybe. Yeah. We'll see. That would That's be awesome. Um. Well, not much news on the West Coast side today i mean we kind of touched on the raiders maybe going to vegas or well, alden smith got arrested really the broncos signed ronald leary which is kind of an awesome move i think um because that guy's been a beast all year last year for uh dallas and they were kind of like gonna bench him at one point for whatever reason early on in the season so yeah um, i'm sure he was itching to get out of there so i'm kind he of signed a good contract with you guys it was like 40 something million dollars yeah yeah, yeah. it's pretty solid yeah, and I think I mean I mean I don't think, but not I, like out like not crazy money, you know. It yeah. was good. I wonder Just what the Texans going to give to Dallas because I mean I think everyone and their mother. It's like it's it's like the worst kept secret now that that the, the, the Texans are making moves to to be able to sign Romo. But right. I wonder what the Texans are going to give up because Dallas didn't release them today like they said they were going yeah, to. Yeah, that's the so kind. So I of... think they're going to do some sort of trade with the Texans. Right. I, I mean, I think the Broncos are still in the mix. I just, I, I'm I, still hearing that both the Broncos and the Texans do not want to trade for him. Like they, they're going to wait until he gets released. And I, I think, I think Dallas is going to release him eventually. This is what I think happened. I think Tony Romo, he's not going to do what Peyton Manning did. You know, where Peyton Manning before he signed with you guys, he went on his like press tour, and he worked out for the Niners. When he worked out for the Niners, I knew he wasn't going to go to the Niners. And the reason why I knew that, and, I, and, I, and I, I'll get back to that, but he went on his tour and then he eventually signed with the Broncos. I think Peyton Manning knew all along he was going to sign with the Broncos, but I think it was one of those things like tampering or whatever and all that shit. They didn't want to make it so obvious. And Broncos maybe didn't want to show their hand. Um, so th- that I think he was always going to sign with the Broncos. Um, I think Tony Romo already made up his mind that he's going to go to the Texans and he probably talked to the owner because the owner of the Texans and uh, um, Jerry Jones are friends. And uh, although Jerry Jones tried to block Texas from having another team and the reason why the the Houston Oilers left him yeah. because of Jerry Jones. Like Jerry Jones did not want to have it. He wanted to be the only team in Texas. Um, and why not? You know, you have all the... The, the people liking your team. But so I think Tony Romo knew, I don't know whether it was yesterday or last week or at the beginning of last year when, when he got hurt and he knew he wasn't going to become the starter again. I think he knew he was going to go to the Texans and they went to them in Texas said, okay, cool. You're going to sign with us. Let us make some moves, get out from underneath this crazy contract we signed with Brock. And then we'll take you on and pay you your 18 million a year, whatever they're going to give them. And I just curious on what they're going to end up giving up. 
But back to the Peyton Manning thing, even though this is old news, the reason why I think Peyton Manning was never going to sign with the Niners is because of Eli. And I think that's the reason why their father made such a stink and they made such a stink when the Chargers were going to draft Eli because they didn't want to have them both playing in the AFC and end up having to play each other in the playoffs. Right. No, it was always that. I mean, Peyton Manning was always going to go to an AFC team. So yeah. I think even back then it was like the Texans and the Broncos were gonna, were like the prime targets. Yeah. And uh, the Broncos won out. And I even remember when that was going on, people were like, they, they were like, you know, he... The Raiders are a real possibility. I'm like, the dude's not going to go to a, the Raiders. No, are you crazy? Please. The Raiders were horrible. The guy wanted more Super Bowls, and your best opportunity at the time were the Broncos, the Texans, and maybe Tennessee. Um, but no, dude, he made the right choice. Look, he went to two more Super Bowls. Mm. He broke a ton more records I think the Bron- in that 2013 season. Yeah. And he won another Super Bowl. And everything. That guy. And, the guy did the right choice. Yeah. Everybody yeah. did. Everyone, yeah. It all worked out in the end for him. Yeah, it did. It really did. And I hope it all works out for Romo. Look. I hope the guy isn't fragile. I hope he does end up somewhere that will keep him around for a couple years, whether it be Denver or Texans. To be honest, I'd just rather roll the dice with Paxton Lynch and and Simeon right now. I'm not very high on Simeon. I'm more of a Paxton Lynch fan because he's got more intangibles. But whatever. Like I just think that like I think you guys should start like you know alleviating some of that contract stuff. Like yeah, to leave, get rid of him after this year. Start alleviating some of that money. Start building your team. You know? Yeah, I think we draft another corner this year. Um, get rid of Talib pretty soon. Keep Chris Harris around because that guy's amazing and he's not annoying like Talib. And then, um, you know, honestly, Kaepernick is still out there, and and we were gonna get him the other year. He's kind of got a similar style to Paxton Lynch. Why not? You know, why not have that veteran guy in your pocket that's way cheaper probably than anyone than any than Romo yeah. or whoever I think obviously I think people think that he's a distraction he kind of is but yeah he came out and said he's not going to do the whole kneeling thing at the national anthem anymore he's going to he's going to stand and he kind of made us he feels like he made his point I think he felt it in his pocketbook more than anything versus him feeling like he made his point but maybe he does feel like he made his point. I don't well, know. It was a good thing it started a conversation but it just went on for too long it was I kind actually, of like eh, I right, actually man. thought Today, I was like, well, you know, the Raiders should go after him and make him. But who knows what his ego is like if he wants to be back. Supposedly, him and Derek Carr have a relationship. They're like friends. Yeah. And I thought, what was the big thing that hurt the Raiders last year? Derek Carr went down, and we didn't have a capable quarterback to come in and help us win. And I'm not even saying, like, to be honest with you, I'd love what Raiders want and got Fitzpatrick. But again, do, is this guy going to want to come in and just be a backup? Like, right. you're, you're being signed as a backup. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. It's going to be interesting, man. We'll see where Romo ends up. An interesting day one for sure. Um, I thought it'd be a little bit more exciting yeah, for our teams. But it was pretty – a lot happened. But you, you, A lot happened. Other than Adrian Peterson and, I don't know, Poe from Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Like, God, get Poe, man. I hope we get at least some good defensive lineman out of this. I'd like agency. it if the Raiders got Poe, like, to be honest with you. But yeah, I don't I think, even mind getting uh, Elvis Doomerville back. Yeah. Why not? You, yeah. I loved that guy. Yeah. Go get him. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, there, there's not a, a lot of huge names out there anymore. Yeah. But yeah, and even the names that were considered huge, to me, they weren't. They, they were never, yeah, that big. But It wasn't like it was an epic free agency. Yeah, you know. and all the big-time linemen are pretty much already gone, like Calais Campbell on the yeah. D, and then on the offense, like 
the offensive line people were gone first, man. Yeah. It was like a frenzy well, today. I think them, like I Whitworth think... and Zeitler and I think uh, Leary, everybody, everybody got signed today. If you were an offensive well, uh, lineman, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're a defense, if you're a decent offensive lineman, like look at what the Cowboys did last year, what the Raiders did last year. Uh, to a certain extent, the New England Patriots looked pretty solid on their offensive line, and and everyone knows that you have to run the ball, and I think that's what. You know, if Adrian Peterson does sign with the Raiders, he's going to sign with the Raiders because of our offensive line, because Dallas no longer needs him. If Dallas didn't have Ezekiel Elliott, he would have already been signed by the Cowboys. Uh-huh. Jerry Jones loves yeah. him, and he's from Texas. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. And so that's why I thought, in my opinion, and maybe they can do it now, the Texans should get Romo, get Adrian Peterson, get Marcellus Bennett, now you've got a, a another solid running back and Adrian Peterson on top of the running back they have. You have your quarterback, and you have Martellus Bennett. Both Martellus Bennett, or let's call him Marty because that's what everyone calls him, I guess. Marty Bennett and Adrian Peterson are both from Texas. There you go. So maybe now that they got rid of Brock's contract, they have enough money to maybe get both those guys. I mean, it's a real possibility for sure. We'll that see. would be that would be to me that would be the AFC favorite if they got all three of those. Yeah, guys. I think tomorrow and like the rest of next week is going to be really interesting as people you know as we lead up into um, the draft coming up in April. It's going to be nice. It's going to be fun, dude. This is a good time of year. It is. It's it's so exciting. Because it's hope, you know. It's like, oh yeah, we're gonna be good, and then you know, by week four, you're like, well, you know, it's either yay or nay. But would be be great. You know, like the holiday season, like right after Thanksgiving, how they start playing Christmas music. Like, what if there was like NFL music, and like right around, you'd like while they're playing, like, like. I, I do that actually. <laughs> I listen to that music all the time, dude. That Sam Spence stuff. The autumn it's incredible. wind. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, not like Raiders thing, like the autumn wind. Yeah, I'm a Raiders fan, and I don't even know how that goes. <laughs> oh, but, that's um, great. Yeah, it, like you walk into like the mall, and you hear like the the theme music for like NFL films. <laughs> you you go in, and you're like, you know, like, like Happy Holidays, be like Happy NFL Days or something. I, I said that this morning when I woke up. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like Christmas today. Happy I free freaking agency. love it. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I woke up, I'm like looking yeah, was, at my phone. I'm like, what's happening? I was, what's happening? I was glued to my phone all day today, off today, and uh, yeah, I think my um, my daughter like fell. She didn't hurt herself or anything. But she, you know, she's a baby, so she was like crying for no reason. And I was like, hold on. I was like reading, you know, Bleacher Report. And I was like, hold on, sweetheart. I'll come pick you up in a minute. <laughs> just wait. I just got to finish this yeah, article. Exactly. Where's Romo going? <laughs> yeah. But it's funny because in, in regards to this free agency, I think the only thing I'm really, that I'm really, that I want to know is are the Raiders going to give Derek Carr his money? No, because I think he deserves it. And I think it would be really shitty for them as a team to like let him go into the season on this bullshit rookie deal. Um and I also believe that the Raiders can't make any real moves until we give him his contract, until he gets signed to a long-term veteran or a, a long-term like top ten quarterback deal. We don't know what we can spend in free agency. Yeah, that's true. I'm sure that they have those guys crunching numbers though. Um, I would not be surprised. They if, really need to sign him now though, otherwise yeah. you just you're in for a world of hurt next year. I would not be – well, I don't think he'd leave the Raiders. I think he'd ultimately sign, but then then we would have to give him – like, let's say he comes out – But then you have to give him the house. Let's the say house, he comes out – it's like the same thing with kind of like Kirk Cousins. Let's say he comes out next year and just has like a diabolical season, 
And now the Texans are like, well, we don't want Tony Romo anymore. We we really wanted to draft you all along. But yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I think you mentioned that before. And yeah. he grew up. I mean, he didn't grow up, but he went to high school in Texas. His brother played for Texas. That would be kind of cool and nostalgic for him if he was able to go back there. That's why I'm saying the Raiders need to lock him up now. And then they control where he goes <laughs> if he ever leaves. I think if I was, I don't know, maybe because I'm so broke. Like I, th- th- if they paid me fifteen dollars, I'd probably go and sign with the football team. But, um, <laughs> that's how broke I am. Just give me fifteen dollars. <laughs> um, <laughs> not even an hour. Just no fifteen. Like a yeah. check for fifteen dollars, yeah. and I'll play the season. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they get they feed those guys, so then I'd get free food too. So you know, um, <laughs> thinking ahead. Jeez, yeah. man. We um, better get some sponsors for this thing if this but if is I that was, bad. If I was, um, yeah, you know, they could they could probably sign Derek Carter a twenty million dollar a year deal, even though that'd be less than Andrew Luck money, because um, they're comparing his new contract what it could be to like what Andrew Luck signed. But give him twenty million dollars a year and give him like a really nice guaranteed, you know, like sixty eight million guaranteed. We're going to give you a six-year deal for $120 million, $68 million guaranteed, and you know, and then just build his contract in a way that, like, this year he'll he'll be, like, $20 million against the cap. Next year he'll be $18 million against the cap. You know what I mean? And, and, and build it in a way to where by the time you're done paying him, you have money to sign Clement. Because, you know, let's be. And let's be honest, in a few years, they're going to have to give Amari Cooper a shit ton of money. Right. So, or I find someone else. I don't know. No. I have a, I have, I feel it in my bones with Amari Cooper. <laughs> That's how I felt with Demarius Thomas, man. I love that kid. Yeah. Like he, Amari Cooper is like our Tim Brown right now. Yeah. He's, he's our Jerry Rice. Do I think he might have the numbers that they had at the end of their career? Yeah. I don't know. But Well, it feels good. I mean, you guys drafted him, right? He's yours. He's like, ours. That's, we got that's what I feel. Like, it feels overall. good when it's like he's your dude, you know? Like, yeah, we drafted him. He's I, our guy I think forever. He ran, I think he ran a faster 40 than Odell Beckham. I think he he ran like a 4-4-3 or something. Yeah, he's fast. He's big. He's 6-2. Yeah. He runs like he he's, he's an amazing route runner. Like, he... And he, it's like it's he's so good. You almost don't see him ma- like Odell Beckham. Like you see him make his moves. Like he's good, but you see Odell Beckham Jr. make his. You see his moves before he makes them, and that's why you're like, wow, he really fucking broke that guy's ankles. Amari Cooper's so fluid and so good that like you don't see his moves until he's made it. Yeah. So like he's a Raider. I they they should they can never. Amari Cooper, Derek Carr, and Khalil Mack. They have to retire Raiders. They have to be like the the Tim Browns, the Howie Longs. Like you keep them, they're Raiders for life, and then they yep. retire as a Raider. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping happens with Demarius Thomas and Von Miller. You know, those two guys. I really hope we just keep them around forever. But we'll see. see I have a yeah. I have a feeling Von Miller because of that really bitching contract he got. Unless like he just his play just falls off a cliff, and they have to like let him go. I can I can see Demarius Thomas going somewhere else. I think wide receivers kind of always do that. They well they usually do because it's just the market. You know, so usually some young guy comes up and they, it's time to move on. Like I haven't seen a wide receiver retire with the team. Uh, Michael Irvin, maybe that's the last guy I can actually remember. Yeah, gosh, was, you're right. He actually... was drafted by the team and stayed with the team. Even Emmett yeah. Smith, even Emmett Smith left the Dallas Cowboys and went and played for Arizona. 
Yeah, I would say Rod Smith with the Broncos a while ago. He was drafted and he, he was stayed dra- there. He was yeah, he was well, it was actually he was undrafted and stayed until the end of his career. But uh but you're right. Yeah. I mean, even wide receivers always move on. Cuz yeah, you know why? You're right. Wide receivers have the well, biggest, I could, they have the biggest ego. Yeah, I could see Demarius Thomas ending up in Atlanta because that's where he's from. Um, and his entire he moved his entire family there once his mom got out of prison and everything once she got yeah. pardoned and his grandma. Yeah. Um, Drug dealers. <laughs> hey man, Demarius Thomas tried to tell him, and now look at him. Dude, he's paying I, for everything. Good, I would good so. for that kid, man. I just he's a good kid. Yeah, he's a good kid. Yeah, we need more kids like that in the league. Damn it. Yeah. All right, anyways, I think that's enough, people. Um, Cool, guys. Well, like, listen in next week. We'll have a lot more free agent updates for you, and uh, have a great night. Yeah, thank you, guys. Peace. Peace.